Ninja and Sumo. They will not take my lanterns, for I am Bruce Lee. Sprite Castle. Sprite Castle. Sprite Castle. Put your robo here. Sprite Castle. Hello and welcome to Sprite Castle, the show in which I play, discuss, and review Commodore 64 games. My name is Rob Flack O'Hara, and on this episode we'll be playing Bruce Lee. Before we begin talking about this week's game, let's talk about this week's snack. Crack, crack, crack the egg into the bowl. Crack, crack, crack the egg into the bowl. Talking snack. For this week's game, I'm having some sushi. Now, I know what you're thinking. Bruce Lee is Chinese and sushi is Japanese, but hear me out here. Uh, first of all, in this game, your enemies are a sumo wrestler and a ninja. Sumo wrestling is Japanese, and ninjas are Japanese, so I feel justified in my choice. If that doesn't work for you, every Chinese buffet I go to also serves sushi, so I am okay with this. Now let's discuss this week's game, Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee was published for the Commodore 64 in 1984 by Datasoft. It is a game for one or two players that uses joystick controls. Datasoft was formed in 1980, and they were a company, a software company that specialized in movie and TV licenses and also arcade ports. Bruce Lee was released by Datasoft in 1984. It is a platform game in which players control Bruce Lee. The goal of the game is to collect all the lanterns on every screen, which then opens a door and allows you to go to the next screen. To win the game, you need to make your way through all 20 screens of the evil wizard's castle and ultimately defeat the wizard. To make things more difficult on each screen, you will find two opponents, the ninja and the green sumo wrestler known as Yamo. Yamo and the ninja will do their best to prevent you from gathering the lanterns by kicking and punching you and hitting you with a stick. The ninja and sumo can be killed, but they will respawn infinite times, so there's no point in staying around and trying to kill them over and over. They do not have super advanced AI, and they will typically just run at you wherever you are. Also on the screen, you will find different variations of electrical charges and explosions that will also kill Bruce Lee. Players start with five lives. Uh, I believe you can be knocked down three times by either of the enemies, and that will take a life away, or if you touch anything electrical... Uh, that will also kill you. But the good news is Bruce Lee can fall from any height, and that will not hurt him at all. The controls are pretty simple. Uh, left and right, run left and right. Up jumps up, and diagonal up and to the right and to the left jump diagonally. And pulling down ducks. Actually, pulling down just lies down on the ground. Uh, if you press the button without moving, you will perform a chop. And if you press the button while running, you will do a flying karate kick. You can also climb on vines, and when you're on the vines, uh, it's more like a trellis, I would say. The documentation calls it a vine, but um, uh, when you're on those, you can move up, down, left, or right. The first three screens of the game are really there just to get you familiar with the controls. As Bruce, you can jump from platform to platform. And like I said, you can uh, duck when you're attacked by Ninja and Yamo. Uh, you can run around and do your flying kicks. 
Uh, but you will not be able to proceed in the game until you've collected all the lanterns on the first three levels. And once you've collected all the lanterns, and you will see them hanging there, that will open a trap door in the middle screen, at which point you can enter the wizard's castle. On some levels, uh, if you have time, it will help if you stand still and kind of figure out what's going on in the room. Unfortunately, the ninja and Yama will appear fairly quickly and make sure that you cannot stand around forever. So let's talk a little bit about the score. Um, and, and it's the, the score is kind of interesting in this game because it's very lopsided. Uh, if you fall from above and land on Ninja or Yamo, you get 50 points. If you kick Ninja or Yamo, you get 75 points. If you are able to chop them, you get 100. Um, cause chopping is a little bit harder. <laughs> um, if you knock out Ninja, you get 200 points. And if you knock out Yamo, you get 450 points. Uh, so those are ways that you can run up your score. Now, each lantern that you get is worth 125 points, and they're not really optional, so uh, you're going to have to get all the lanterns anyway. Destroying the Wizard is the highest score in the game, and that's 3,000 points, but you also get 2,000 points for simply entering a new room. So um, I guess that's your reward for moving forward in the game. Uh, the reviews at the time of this game were very positive. Uh, Zap64 gives Bruce Lee a 92%, and Commodore User gave the game 8 out of 10. Uh, so it was very popular at the time. It was uh, considered to be a fun platform game, and it still is today. It frequently makes uh, popularity lists of the most popular Commodore 64 games. Uh, in 1984, it was released... On the Commodore 64 and Apple II, it was also on Atari 8-bit machines, and it was released for DOS. Uh, later on, it was also released for the Amstrad CPC, the BBC Micro, the FM7, MSX, PC-88, and ZX Spectrum. You can see comparisons of these versions, and most people agree that the Commodore 64 is the best-looking uh, version of all the versions of Bruce Lee. At least I think so. <laughs> um... If you're not into emulation and you want to check out the game, uh, there are a few modern versions of Bruce Lee available now. Now, there is the Ultimate Bruce Lee, and there's also Bruce Lee 2 that have both been released uh, for the PC, and those are both free. I will add links to those in the show notes, and there are also versions of Bruce Lee that have been released for iOS. So if you want to check some of those out, uh, you, can, you can find those as well. Uh, and now let's get on to my personal memories of Bruce Lee. In the early 80s, uh, right around the time this game was released, 83, 84, that's when I uh, started taking karate, started getting into ninjas, uh, it was very martial arts and ninjas. Uh, became very popular during the early 80s, and um, so this game fit right in that time frame. If you want to hear more of my ninja stories, you can check out um, the You Don't Know Flack podcast, and episode 133 is all about ninjas. I had this game first on the Apple II, and then I later got it on the Commodore 64, and, and um, I, although I do remember playing it quite a bit on the Apple, I think I played it even more on the Commodore 64, especially the fact uh, that the Commodore supports two joysticks, so if you had a friend come over, you could play the two-player version. Not There are two different two-player versions of this game. One is where you simply alternate and each person takes uh, turns being Bruce Lee, but the other version 
is where one of you is Bruce Lee and the other person gets to control the ninja. Now, I never beat this game as a kid, uh, and I'm not sure that I even knew that it could be beaten. I've watched walkthroughs on YouTube this week, and most of the rooms look familiar to me, so it seems like I must have got pretty far in the game, but I don't think I ever got to the actual wizard on the 20th screen. So, uh, But I did play it an awful lot. Uh, and like I said, I remember playing the two-player version a lot. The AI on this game is not very good. Um, if you stand on the other side of a gap, Ninja and Yamo, um, they, can't, they don't really jump across the platforms, and they don't climb, so they will just run across and and uh fall down gaps and and uh, they're they're pretty easy to avoid that way you can also trick them pretty easily with uh, some of the electricity bombs and stuff uh, because they're time related so you run across and a second later they go off so all you have to do is run across one and then stand still and ninja will run behind you stop and then the electricity goes off and kills him so uh two player obviously with another person controlling the ninja it becomes a lot more difficult uh with them running around and um so I remember playing it that way a lot. Uh, anyway, now it is time for the Mach 5 speed round. Uh, this is where I will burn rubber through five questions sent in by listeners like you. What number is that? Five! Five is the number of the day! Mach 5 speed round. What is your favorite Bruce Lee movie? Enter the Dragon. Did you ever have one of those big Bruce Lee posters? No. What is your favorite fighting game? The arcade version of Karate Champ. What is your favorite kind of sushi? Volcano rolls. Do you know how to use chopsticks? Yes. And that concludes the Mach 5 Speed Round. Be sure to listen to the end of the episode to find out what next week's game is and where you can send your questions for the next Speed Round. Four graphics for Bruce Lee. I give the game four out of five karate chops. Uh, the music, I give two out of five karate chops just because there's very little music in the actual game. And for sound effects, I give it three out of five karate chops. The sound effects are not bad, but there just aren't that many there. Uh, gameplay, I give this game five out of five karate chops. Bruce Lee is a fun, fun platformer that contains a little logic, a little action, a little fighting, and a whole lot of fun. It is highly addictive and highly fun for either one or two players. And so overall, I give Bruce Lee five out of five karate chops. Thanks again for tuning in to Sprite Castle. Next week's game will be Hero by Activision. So if you'd like to play Hero before I talk about it on the next show, head over to SpriteCastle.com and click the download link at the top of the page, where you can find links to Commodore 64 emulators and all the games that have been discussed on the show. If you'd like to submit questions related to Hero or Activision for the Mach 5 Speed Round, or would like to send me any feedback about the show in general, you can email me at robohara at robohara.com, contact me on Twitter at Commodork, follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash SpriteCastle, or leave me a voicemail on my podcast hotline at 405 486 YDKF. Sprite Castle is available from iTunes, Stitcher Radio, the SpriteCastle.com RSS feed, and through ThrowbackNetwork.net, your home for quality retro podcasts. Thanks again for listening. 
collect all the lanterns you can on the way out, and we'll see you here next time on Sprite Castle. Put your hands down. I'm